What's going on, people? Welcome to the Jesse Ville Show. How y'all doing out there today? Today's episode, we're going to talk about vetting the opposite sex. So let's get into it, people. So, the key to success in dating, the number one most important skill when you want to have success in dating is vetting. It's very crucial, it is key to understand how to properly vet people in order to have successful relationships in order to have positive relationships and a lot of people in the black community in particular don't know how to properly vet the opposite sex we have very either we have too low standards or we have standards that are too high and if you look at and talk to a lot of relationship coaches and matchmakers these are the number one complaints that they have when trying to matchmake for black people right so when it comes to men and women a lot of times one of the main issues is is that a lot of black men and black women focus on physical above else right a lot of matchmakers that I've talked to, a lot of black matchmakers and a lot of past black matchmakers, because a lot of, like I have friends of mine, a lot of women that, you know, were just frustrated in that field because of this very reason. Um, a lot of them complain about black women having too high of standards. And they say that a lot of black women are looking for men that are you know tall dark and handsome six feet plus and when you look statistically at the height of men in the United States like statistically men in the United States only about less than 10% of men in the US are six feet and higher and less than 5% of men in the United States are 6-2 and higher now in numbers there's only 21 million black men in the United States so that means that if you want a man that's that tall there's only 1 million about 1 million of those men to go around in the United States compared to 23 million black women You understand? So numbers, the number says it all. Like there's, there's only going to be a, a small group of black women that are, that are going to be able to get those men to commit because they're so rare numbers wise. And on a term, in terms of black men, you know, black men, nine times out of 10, they want a woman that, you know, is thick as hell, you know, has very curvaceous, um, you know, a bubble butt, <laughs> you know, pretty in the face etc etc and it's not that you shouldn't have standards of beauty 
that you're looking for in the opposite sex, but it shouldn't be the number one priority when you're dealing with the opposite sex. So really, we to, in order to have successful relationships, positive relationships, we have to look at the attributes and the, the characteristics and the internal fortitude of the people that we're dating, right? It, it needs to be a process of elimination. So for men, we need to determine like what are the what are the things that we're looking for in men? I mean in women, excuse me. What are the what are the things that we're looking for in women? Like are we looking for women that are feminine? Are we looking for women that are, you know, domestic, a woman that can clean, cook, and that's willing to do those things throughout the week in addition to having a job? Are we looking for women that are loyal, honest, um, responsible, mature? securing herself we need to we need to put those things above the physical but we also need to we can still have physical as a prerequisite but we can also you know be be a little bit more lenient on the physical in terms of on a scale of one to ten you don't have as a black man you don't have to say well I'm only going to date a sister that's a dime or a nine. Like if a, if a woman has the qualities that you're looking for, the qualities that you define as a good woman and she's a, you know, a seven or eight, you know, we should be fine with that. And as far as the women, it should be the same way. If you, if you find a guy that has everything that you're looking for, and he may be, you know, five, six, five, 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 seven. You know what I mean? You should be okay with being able to deal with that guy based on him maybe missing that one physical attribute, maybe height or whatever that you're looking for. As long as he has all those other attributes, and as long as he has the 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 qualities that you believe defined as a good man right and not only that but women the, the tricky thing about women is that most men don't reach don't don't start really getting into their peak until they're about 30 well i'm not even gonna say peak they don't they don't really start getting to a good place financially and maturity wise until they're about 30 to 35 years old the average man isn't really financially stable and financially independent and ready to settle down until those ages until the early 30s mid to late 30s ages so if you're trying to find a man to settle down earlier than that you have to be able to not only identify and recognize those positive qualities but you also have to understand if the man has a vision a plan 
And is he actively working towards that vision for his life? You understand? Because if you're a woman in her late teens to late 20s and that age bracket, most men are not going to be successful or financially stable. Like if you look statistically within the millennial age range, the majority of black men are not even black men, just men in general. The, the majority of uh, of men in general in that age range either live with their parents or have some type of roommate. And I just looked at the, the numbers posted on Business Insider and the average income for millennial men in most states is about twenty to twenty three thousand a year. Like understand that. And so also understand that another big issue is that a lot of black men and black women are punching above their weight class, so to speak. And what I mean by this is there's a misalignment with how we perceive our value and how our value is perceived by the opposite sex. So what I notice amongst black men, not all black men, but there's a certain segment of black men that are pissed off and angry because they're, they're not getting the black women that they believe that they deserve. Right? So you have a lot of black men that are, you know, educated or in college and they and they're upset because they're not getting the top most attractive women and they believe they should but a lot of these men when you really look at it not only are a lot of these men going for ratchet women women that grew up in low income areas that are just physically attractive but don't have the same values as them and they're upset that these women are overlooking them for men that they grew up with in their neighborhood. You understand? So it's a lot of women that either grew up in low income neighborhoods or that grew up middle class but went to public schools with with black boys and black men that grew up in, 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 in low income neighborhoods. So these are the type of men that they prefer and are most attracted to and they're choosing them those men over the middle class the the you know the the suburban or the nerdy black guys and these black guys are getting upset not realizing that's where the 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 conflict and the misalignment is coming in and also a lot of these guys you know have issues not all but some of these guys have issues of having bad hygiene some of these guys have issues of having bad communication skills they don't have uh, a fashion sense about them and they don't have a certain swag about them that these probably more hood or more athletic guys may have you understand and then on the opposite end you have black women that are perpetually single because they're 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 holding on for this 
immaculate god at 6'2 you know 200 pounds muscle bound makes six figures um has six degrees and 30 businesses etc etc while these women at the same time have certain baggage like you know some of these women are average at best some of these women while they may have degrees they're not very physically attractive they're they're overweight and they're not in shape um these women also don't really because a lot of these women also bring a lot of college debt to the relationship um a lot of these women you know may have one or more kids etc etc so as black people we really have to get real and understand the difference between how we perceive ourselves and our own perceived value and how we are perceived by the opposite sex because a lot of times and i notice this particularly with women a lot of women the things that they think should matter to men men don't actually really care about like if you talk to most black men we don't really give a damn about what type of degrees and stuff that you have like we could care less about that we would we we would be more impressed by a woman that could really throw down in the kitchen than a woman that has two or three college degrees like that doesn't really matter to us and to more even more astute brothers like myself it's actually looked at as a downside for me for a woman to have a lot of college debt if i'm going to marry her and and it's really it's not our fault um for the most part like when i talk to men and women of other cultures one thing that is consistent between people that come from traditional cultures is that the men in their family have sit down talks and ingrained these type of things within the boys and the men in their culture when the the women the same thing with the women in those cultures like you know i dated a mexican woman one time and she told me how her mother and her grandmother used to sit down and have talks with her about sex how to please a man what to look for in a man how to be in a marriage with a man etc etc and the same thing with uh a lot of african and caribbean and uh south american and central american men that i've had conversations with they said the same thing on the 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 man side and unfortunately most most black people that come from single parent households and probably it may be a case with people that come from from uh dual parent households as well um you, you don't have that level of instruction to make sure that your your um relationships are successful you don't have that level of coaching that these other cultures are having so we really have to improve upon that in future generations and really sit down and have discussions with our friends and family about this 
so that we can improve upon this and can be better at building families and dating and relationships because me personally i mean i can be honest and say that i probably have only ever had like one maybe two at the most but one that comes to mind like one really toxic or bad relationship every every relationship that i've had since then you know by being more strenuous strenuous with my betting and staying true to that have all been positive relationships even though they didn't end how i wanted to them to end they ended amicably and they ended because you know we me and the sister may have had you know a serious difference of opinion about a certain lifestyle choice and i'm gonna just go ahead and say it um like i'm polygynist right and so polygynist if you look up the word polygyny that's pretty much mean it is a more specific form of polygamy in which a husband has multiple wives so it's specifically and only when one husband has two or more wives that he's married to at the same time with both under both of uh, under all of the wives knowledge and i could genuinely say that that has probably been the biggest problem with dating in like the last five years um which is when i decided to really i would say more along the the last three or four years is when i decided to take this uh newfound family structure seriously and to really double down on it and you know it has really cut down a lot of the problems that you, that i've had prior to me really understanding betting and everything it has cut it down cut down on a lot of those issues and problems within a relationship and so a lot of the things i, I really went on a a time period where i started researching like what makes what makes relationships successful and what things did african people before colonialism before being conquered what type of relationship values they had and i started to apply that to my relationships in the modern day and that's when i really started having a lot more success so so understand like i've never i've never had an issue getting women i've never had an issue being with women but the issue was when i was younger was to have non-toxic relationships so that the issue was like you know arguments in you know to be honest not to say that i'm perfect but a lot i realized in hindsight a lot of that was a part of the females like a lot of the females i dealt with when i was younger were immature and insecure and so you know the main thing was insecurity on the woman's part thinking that i'm cheating on them or are just just being so insecure that they were worried about my relationships with other women in the relationship and so that was probably 90 percent of the arguments in those young, those relationships in my late teens um 
you know, real, real early 20s. You know what I'm saying? And so once I started to do more research and started applying those principles, um, I started understanding how to observe and how to look for those. And I started understand how to ask subtle questions to women so that I can actually find out beforehand, like, what, you know, that does she have these issues? And also, the three things that I would say, I would say the three main things that I look for when dealing with women was compatibility of our personalities. That's number one. Number two was what type of chemistry we had and number three was what type of sexual chemistry we had those are like the top three things that i look for in in in, in that order right and so when i say compatibility like i i i genuinely feel like people have better relationships and easier relationships with people that are complementary to them in the sense of they're strong where you're weak and you're weak where they're you're uh strong where they're weak and we kind of fit together like a puzzle piece as opposed to dealing with someone that's like a carbon copy of you um and also in that compatibility as well is that there's certain people, if you notice, there's certain certain people that you just get along with so easily, like it's almost effortlessly. It's almost effortless. And so those are the women that I try to go for. Um, which, let, let me say this, any type of relationship can work. This is not, like you can have relationships with people that, you know, it's tough to get along with or y'all are very similar, et cetera, et cetera. Um, commonalities and um, etc etc but I've noticed that my relationship has been more successful this way and so chemistry is just like you know y'all just it, it's, it's kind of similar sexual chemistry is like you could be compatible with a person where y'all get along but in the bedroom or you know sexually things are just not it, it just doesn't work like you know, you're trying to go left. She's trying to go right. It, it just doesn't much mesh well for whatever reason. And so I also try to look at women. On, so, so physical for me is a prerequisite. But in my mind, I'm okay with dealing with a woman that's at least a 7 out of 10 in terms of what I believe as her physical attractiveness. Like, I don't have to have a 10 or a 9 you understand i look at it as you know seven and in high school anything that was a 70 on up was passing and anything that was a 69 on down was failing right so any woman that's a seven on up attractive wise i can deal with her and i'm, I'm much more likely to deal with her the more of those things that she she has like compatibility like chemistry and sexual chemistry complementary uh personalities etc etc um and so we need to look at that and you know 
when we're dating and talking on the phone with people, we need to ask questions and do it in a way that's subtle and conversational. Don't just, you know, ramble off a bunch of questions like an interviewer, but, you know, ask questions, talk, ask questions, kind of go back and forth so you can get to know. And one of the big things is, as a man particularly, so as a woman, you want to find a man's plan a man who has a plan that you could get behind and as a man you want to find a woman or women that are going to submit for your vision for life that's going to be able to that's going to be down for your your plan of action you understand and so you know i I did want to reiterate women you guys especially you have to look at a man's vision Look at his plan and look at his work ethic because at the end of the day, unless you're dating older men that already had that shit 100% together, you're going to be looking at a man for his potential. Like this is this is just going to be the bottom line. And when you look at other races of women, this is how they date. Like white women will tell you they don't really most white women don't go to college for degrees. Like most women go to college to find a man. They just get happen to get a degree while they're there. Um, like a lot of a lot of white women, uh, I'm not gonna say a lot, I'm gonna say it's a, a, a significant number of white women. And it was definitely more the case back in the 60s and before the 60s, before the, uh, you know, the, the, the workplace revolution. A lot of these women are, are more of these women, you know, either work part-time or they didn't work at all. Um, and their whole point for going to college was to find a man that had potential that, okay, this man is in school to be a doctor. This man is in school to be a lawyer. This man is in school to be a business person or a teacher. And I'm going to lock him down. Um, within this college time period because statistically ladies understand that statistically the the likelihood that you're going to get married after you're 30 drops drastically like it, it literally falls off a cliff and if you look at the statistics now more black men are married than black women there's about 32 percent of black men that are married and about 26 percent of black women that are married in the united states so that's about i want to say about 300,000 to about 400,000 black men that are married over black women so these you know i hope you guys enjoyed today's show you know i'm pretty much going to wrap it up make sure that you're vetting the people that you're dating, asking questions, and looking at these principles that I told you so that you can have more success in your relationships and moving toward creating a functional family because family is the most important institute in black America. It is literally the foundation for our success. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to follow me on social media. You can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at djesseville, T-H-E-J-E-S-S-E-V-E-A-L. Y'all have a great weekend. Peace.